Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. going on my friend i appreciate you taking the time thanks so much for doing this yet again. yeah man it's um this i feel like this is like the first not like wall-to-wall great weekend of football we've had in like a month but which that probably means it's going to end up being like an incredible saturday so we'll see yeah it's it's kind of a skinnier slate man with georgia florida kentucky others on their bye weeks mm-hmm. but uh, like you mentioned we do have some really great action to get into chris we have to start with the obvious um the Shane Beamer foot thing. What, what, what's your immediate takeaway, immediate reaction? Are people making too much of it? I, I've had a lot of Gamecock folks tell me this shouldn't even be a talking point, but it I, is, and it's understandably so, a talking point. Your your reaction to it. So it's weird because I've said, like, all along, I think I've called Beamer, like, skinny Sam Pittman a bunch of times. Like, he's super likable. It's really hard not to like Shane Beamer. Um all of a sudden, this season, he's done, like, a pretty good job of, of doing a 180 on that. Like, people are, are really tired of his like press conferences. And I really don't think any of the press conferences have been bad. Um, you know, like, I guess I'm older. So I come from like the generation of like, we've lied about cheating uh, and buying players and keeping that under wraps for years and years and years. I don't know how you couldn't come up with a better excuse than telling the entire world that you kicked something and broke your foot. Cause it's just a bad look. Like, I don't think it's a huge deal. Um, and I know Gamecock fans were, Kind of, I guess, on like most of them, I think, came to his defense, and that's whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a huge deal, but I don't know why he decided to tell the media that. And, and cause like he's been criticized a bunch for his reactions in press conferences for not necessarily taking blame for stuff. So why he decided to start taking blame with this is shocking to me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? 
you need indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I think that's why he had to say what it was. I, to your point, Chris, I, I just... I'm already exhausted of it, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I I said it yesterday that uh, if South Carolina goes out and beats Mizzou, it's a footnote, no pun intended. There it is. But uh, it'll be a footnote, right? And the bigger problem is that you're losing football games, which we're going to talk about in just a second. But I I do agree with you, like, why not just – why not just make up something else? Because you know the narrative out there is you're a guy who – you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yep. Your emotions run wild, and the same thing that people love you for will be the same thing that they damn you for. And so, it's just it's just easy ammo, man. It's yeah. just easy ammo, and it's just it's like you mentioned, it's just not a good look. Now, more importantly, on the field, which is that mm-hmm. that's the reason, right? If if Shane Beamer kicked his foot and broke his foot in celebration because the Gamecocks won, we're all laughing it off and think it's hilarious. But the fact of the matter is, you did not do that. 41 to 39, Florida gets the dub. South Carolina now sits, Chris, the worst passing defense in college football. That is statistical. That is not an opinion. They are dead last in the country in passing defense. And you saw it on full display in that game. Graham Mertz, a career day over 400 yards passing. You're up 10 with five minutes to go and you blow the lead. And we talked about, Chris, the, the importance of that game last week, the difference potentially between five and seven and seven and five. And no matter how you spin, it's an uphill climb for the Gamecocks to bowl eligibility. Your thoughts just on how that game played out on Saturday. So, yeah, I mean, like it wasn't, it wasn't great. I think you had a really good point. Uh, I think you said something on Twitter about like how it does kind of feel like you're wasting this really special season of Spencer Rattler. Cause this is like an incredible year of quarterback play in general in college football. Spencer Rattler has been, near the top of that that list of like performers that he's been great all season long. Um, and I, I don't think that's, that's like not, shouldn't like just say it's like a throwaway season or, it, you know, it like you, it was all for nothing. Cause it's, it, that kid is, is making himself money every single week. And it's been awesome to watch because I love his story. And he seems like he's like a really good kid, especially now since he got to Carolina. But yeah, I mean like the, the thing for me that's scary about South Carolina is I knew they were going to have issues like up front. I knew they're going to have issues on the O line and D line, and, and they wouldn't be as physical. But we've seen them be able to like dial stuff up and still compete, right? Tennessee, Clemson, huge. Um, what's scary to me is that a team like Mississippi State, who has taken Will Rogers and threw 17 total passes in a double overtime game against Arizona, decided, you know what? We're just going to come out here and throw it 40 something times because that's how you beat Carolina. Graham Mertz, who has been a really good quarterback this year. But the fact that Billy Napier was like, you know what? This is a massive game for me. I'm going to put it all on Graham Mertz's shoulders because it's not like Carolina's been great at stopping the run either. And they decided they were going to go out there with Graham Mertz and, uh, and Ricky Pearsall, which is the most 1988 name ever, uh, and throw for 48 times. Like that, that like, it's I, I that worries me because those are two teams that are near the bottom of I think the pecking order in the SEC, especially uh, like offensively, and they torch y'all. How worrisome is it when your defensive coordinator makes his Twitter private because of the chatter on social media? Uh, not great. 
I mean, it, the only way that could be worse is if he <laughs> made like a joint account with his wife afterwards. That would be that's the only way I would and, have less respect for him. And dude, he 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 has been on a blocking spree this season. Like I, there are a number of Gamecock fans that are blocked by him. Normally, that's the beginning of the end. I hope not. I hope no. South Carolina turns it around defensively, but let me normally let me say this. Let me get on a, a soapbox real quick about blocking stuff on Twitter. The amount there's so many people that go on Twitter just to be an asshole for like for no reason. I don't know if that's like their outlet. If they think that's like their Sims character to go out and just be the worst person possible. Um, I like there's no reason to see any of it if you don't want to see it. So like block everyone. Do you have any idea how many Georgia and Tennessee fans I have blocked and muted? It's an insane amount. <laughs> A high number, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, on the note of the Gamecocks opponent this weekend, let's jump to what Missouri did in Lexington, man. A 38-21 to 21 win over Kentucky. Uh, dude, Mizzou just keeps on rolling. I mean, mm -hmm. Kentucky goes up 14-0. You know, you, you think to yourself, okay, going to be a long night for the Tigers. They bounce back in a big way. What do you see that you like so much from Mizzou right now? I mean, obviously, Brady Cook and that offense really, really clicking. And then I guess on the flip side, man, Kentucky, it's just you, you haven't gotten the – the return you thought you would on Devin Leary, uh, but a big win from a zoo, man. They obviously roll into Columbia on Saturday. A lot of confidence in that game. Yeah. Devin Leary is almost like a, a Jevin Sneed level kind of bust, uh, like from, from a transfer standpoint, it's been not good. Um, the zoo was awesome last week. I, I, I had so much fun watching that game. I was actually with a buddy of mine who's, who's a big Mizzou fan and we were watching it. Like, like you said, they got on 14, nothing. Um, and they haven't won in Kentucky in Kroger field in like a decade. And that's a that's a that is a series that they've struggled in a lot, like South Carolina, um, where I think they're the better team a lot of times. But somehow Kentucky wins, and it's always some weird way they win. But to go down fourteen nothing to the, the fake punt pass. First off, that kid needs to be a starting quarterback somewhere, probably at Kentucky. Um, but the just being able to go down fourteen nothing and then go on a thirty-five to seven run on the road, like the adjustments they made were great. I, I love seeing that. Um, I think like the, after the first two drives, they had 16 total plays and allowed eight yards on Kentucky. Um, but the big thing for me is the fact that they did it without Luther Burden. Luther Burden was lead, leading the country receiving yards, and he's clearly their best player, um, one of the best players in the country. And he was pretty much a non-factor, and you still found a way to win. Chris, the front runners in each of the respective divisions, Georgia and Bama, both get wins. Nothing really stellar. I mean, the big news, obviously, out of Athens is, is the Brock Bowers thing. Uh, we'll start with Bama, though. What did you see out of Bama? Anything in particular? You know, Arkansas, I thought it was a spirited effort, and I was kind of concerned with have those guys folded up shop and 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 what's the, you know, the buy-in like. But I, I thought it was impressive to see them really make yeah. that a competitive ball game. From Bama and Georgia, respectively, what did you see from those two teams? Anything stand out or just kind of, you know, Two teams going through the motions to get the W. I mean, what, what, what jumped out to you from those two guys? Yeah, I, I love the reaction, like the Bama stuff, because it's like, they barely beat Arkansas. It's like, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you look at the scoreboard. And it, it was like, like, I mean, I'm irrational at best when I watch Bama games. So, like, I was I was going through it at the end, like, worried they were going to lose. Because all of it kind of came at once, and it was like this. They, I mean, Arkansas clearly took momentum and seemed like Bama couldn't get out of their own way. But they were up 24-6, to and Arkansas hadn't gained a first down in over 30 minutes of football. Like, that game wasn't close for a long time. And then KJ Jefferson makes some KJ Jefferson-type plays. Um, and Bama just looked like they they kind of just lost focus in the second half. I mean, they came out uh, not exactly on fire in the first quarter, um, but they were <clears throat> they were able to put up a lot of points, obviously. I thought that the, the 
going into that game, I kept saying, I said it on here, that, that had like checked all the boxes of a trap game and nobody wanted to listen because it was A&M the week before that. Then you have Tennessee coming up. It's an 11 a.m. kick. So I think it was like a lapse in focus for sure. Um, but yeah, hats off to Arkansas as well because that was like really impressive to see. They didn't, they could have rolled over for the season and, and, and died uh, with that start. And they definitely could have in this game and they didn't. But Georgia, I don't think the Bowers injury is going to be like the end of the world for them necessarily. There's a lot of times I've watched this team this year and said, what does this team look like without Brock Bowers? And I think that's a fair thing to ask because they, they probably lose that game to Auburn um, strictly because I don't know who else they would throw the ball to in the fourth quarter if, if he's not there. They have enough depth. They have enough talent. And they, you know, and they, they spread the ball around that they should be fine. Um, it, like, it's just a team that's been so weird to watch because all the numbers are there. They seem to do all the things right, but there's so many in-game moments where it's like, not just where they have a mistake, but it's like, I mean, they didn't score 20 points on them. They didn't score a touchdown in five years. Like, <clears throat> how does that, how does that happen? Um, I will say, I think George is also a team and a program under Kirby where once the lights get brighter and the game, like the stage gets bigger, they, they seem to, to show up a lot more for that. So I think the end of the season will, will probably pay off dividends for that. Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. What, what, what's, uh, is he living on borrowed time right now? They obviously fall to Tennessee 20 to 13. What's, I mean, do you think it's a matter of when, not if at this point, or like, what's your thoughts on Jimbo? So all off season, it was like, I thought that was like the foregone conclusion. I, I know the buy, like money's not real in college football. I've always said it, um, you know, it's $76.8 million buyout. They obviously have oil money, all that kind of stuff. My, my like I, I would have said he should have been fired. You should have never given him the extension. You gave him the extension. I'd said this about LSU last year. It's the same exact thing. They beat Bam on the last play of the game. Then he got a number one recruiting class, avoided playing a bowl game, had all this momentum, was like, and then and then re-upped. Dude, they went eight and four. You want to give $93 million to somebody that went eight and four? Like for what? And so now they're in this position that they put themselves in. I got to say, like, I don't like Jimbo Fisher. I, I don't like any, any coach on that staff. It's arguably like the, it's like if the big three had three Kevin Garnett's. It's like the worst three people, DJ Durkin and, and Bobby Petrino and him. I don't think this is Jimbo's fault. I, I really don't. It sounds crazy, but like they've had a ton of injuries. They lost three defensive starters in their front seven in, in the Tennessee game alone. And they're also playing without Connor Wegman, who was lead, or second in the country in QBR and a former five-star in like, playing really well at the start of the year. And now they have a backup quarterback. Like, he hasn't lost to a team he's been favored in. He, there's not been an embarrassing loss. Like, I, I don't I don't think it's as deserved. But in the last two days, it's apparently, like, probably done. Like, they, they said they can't get this thing turned around. But, like, turned around to what? Basically going undefeated, I'd have to imagine. It's. I even saw some Aggie fans saying that they hope that South Carolina comes in and gets the wins to get Jimbo out. It's things are not going well. They're not going well in College Station. It's a real dab uh, on, mindset. on the, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to lose a little bit more. Get, That's unreal. Get, <laughs> get people off the bandwagon. So the week eight slate, Chris, like you mentioned, a little bit of a lighter slate, but some really intriguing games. How excited are you to watch Shane Beamer hobble around in Como on Saturday? God, I hope he just takes a page out of Derek, Derek Dooley's playbook. I hope he's on the a stool. stool. That stool is like, there's, there's not a less comfortable <laughs> thing to sit on. 
Like, unless you were like, if you, if you brought an entire row of airplane seats, that's the only way that could have been more uncomfortable to watch. And he's like, I'll just do a stool. That is absurd. Um, it, I hope he does that though. Uh, it should be kind of funny. <laughs> like, like, it's just, I don't know if he's going to have a boot on or whatever. Um, it is going to be very funny because he's a pretty animated guy that doesn't really stop walking around the sidelines, like very, very into the, um, the game, constantly moving. So that'll, that'll be interesting. I think this is not a bad spot for Carolina. This, this is like a game that, that Mizzou tends to blow. Um, and I don't know if that'll be the case in this one because I thought they did that last week as well, and they come home. Um, but, yeah, it's once again, it's like, you know, I, I feel like every time I see Spencer Rattler going into a game, it's like that, that Jon Snow gif where it's like pulling out the sword and just a thousand people coming at you because that's seemingly what it's been. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the GameTime app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P-U-R-S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. GameTime is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Yeah, Chris, I mean, it seems like when there's no hope, that's typically when South Carolina plays their best under Shane Beamer. And so mm-hmm. that's like that, that's that's where my reservations in this game come from in the sense of picking Missouri, because I feel like on paper, well, I mean, it's just so no brainer that Missouri's a better football team, like across yeah. the board. I even think like the quarterback comparison, we dropped our position at comparison today. I I think it's it's actually pretty even with, with Brady Cook and Rattler. Like when you look at their performances this year, you look at Rattler on the road. Like I think if you really are putting respect on Brady Cook's name, he's been fantastic, right? He's like been, there aren't a lot. 
yeah, he's been really good. But there are, so there aren't a lot of position groups that South Carolina has the advantage. And you got the streak, the Mizzou streak, four in a row. And you mentioned, like, this is the streak where no Gamecock fan out there will stop and say, you know what, Missouri is just a better program than us. They've okay, hold on. Let me us. stop you right there. The, the, like, stop doing that. Everyone, and not just South Carolina <laughs> fans, everyone stop doing that. Mizzou came into this conference, won the division in the first two years. They have, like, the fact that the only reason that we make fun of them is because of a geographical location. Like, why? They, they are, they're a great school, for one. And they've, like, they've had some big wins in this conference. Like, like let's not forget that. I think that, uh, I, I, like, it just blows out. It's such low-hanging fruit. It's like, like, we treat them like Gary Danielson or Nickelback and, and for no reason. Like, just for no reason. Um, anyway, it drives me crazy. The Mizzou stuff, like, them playing at home, Brady Cook has been awesome. I will say that I don't think that the Carolina receivers necessarily, because it seems like it's always just one guy. Yeah, um, Juice Wells is confirmed out yet again. So it'll be Xavier Leggett and then a bunch of – No, it's just Xavier Leggett. Everybody else. Stop right there. Yeah, it's, it's just Xavier Leggett. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. I love the fact that Beamer threw out this, his five-star freak athlete for one catch in 45 yards and just never saw him again. That's also something. <laughs> you know what? Here's a crazy concept. Maybe we just get the ball into the hands of our best players, and he's probably one of your best athletes. Um, I, the one thing that I think that Mizzou has struggled with, especially – um, throughout the season is their defense. And I thought it'd be like, that would be the strength of this team coming into the year. Cause they returned like eight or nine starters. Um, they've been soft up front, but on the back end, they give up, they give up a lot of chunk plays and you saw it against uh, Kansas state. You saw it against LSU. So, you know, I think that this is one of those things where if you can get late into the fourth and get, you know, the whole Beamer ball thing going, cause Harrison Nevis as great as he is, has struggled a lot kicking the football. I, I don't think it's crazy to say that Carolina can go on the road and win this game. I just don't – I don't think it happens. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that spread, Chris, in Vegas continue to drop, opened up at eight. It's now at seven, believe it or not. So, there's sharps out there. At least there's people out there that think South Carolina, at minimum, this is going to be a close game. And it's been a crazy series, by the way. And yeah. to your point, there's no team in the SEC that gets shit on more than Mizzou. And, I mean, they just win year after year in different yeah. sports. And I'm not saying they're elite or anything, but, I mean – They've been to the SEC title game more than a couple of teams mm-hmm. that we can name, most notably South Carolina. So uh, we moved to Fayetteville, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Who needs that game more? I, I mean, America. I don't know. It's it's a battle for sixth place. That's America's game, Chris. That's America's, America's game, game of the week. Um, <laughs> ugh, this one's awful. I don't. This is like like if like the Reds were playing the Brewers for like the national game of the week. Like, I just don't care. I just like I don't. Um, Mississippi State's coming off a bye. Like you said, I really was impressed with Pittman and, and the way – because, like, and if you notice his demeanor, too, like, LSU, when they had a lead, like, they're, they're not going into games, like, intimidated at all. Um, I would have to think that they're a better team than Mississippi State. Mississippi State gave, like, 28 points to Western Michigan, which is tough to do. Uh, I know Will Rogers was banged up in that game. I – you know – it, this is like a left-handed arm wrestling match. Like I just like it's going to be very awkward and uncomfortable. It's going to last too long. I, like I think Arkansas wins. There's no chance I would bet on this, this game. Chris, it is the third Saturday Ugh. in October, my friend. Yes, yes, we're going to get into it. Yes, Bama and Tennessee, the revenge spot, of course. After last year, Tennessee's first win over Bama, and God knows how long. I'm sure you have the number right off the top of your head, but uh, 16. 16. Okay. 
A lot of interesting storylines in this one. The quarterback battle between Milrow and Milton, the front sevens of each team, which front seven is more dominant. I mean, when you look at this game, just overall thoughts going into it. I mean, I know Bama would love that revenge blowout type of game, but yeah. I mean, this this one has the makings of a really, really fun. Like, I, I think this is the most, in my opinion, I could be totally wrong, but coin flip third Saturday in October we've had in, in quite some time, just in the sense of like, I don't really know what to expect, Chris. Yeah. I really don't know what to expect in this game. Yeah, I mean, I hate it. You're a thousand percent right. Like, like all offseason, there, if there was a game that circled, at least on my calendar, it's, it's this game. Um, because y'all didn't have to experience this last year, but you've experienced it in the past where losing to Tennessee is is not like losing other teams. And it, it is, and I, I, listen, that that game was a bigger rivalry game for Alabama like when I was growing up, way more than Auburn. Um, it's a very streaky series. Like I think Bama lost seven in a row at one point um, in like the, the 90s, and early 2000s. Uh, like, and then they dominated 16 straight years, won those games by an average of 26.3 points per game. And now you're talking about a game where like, I think, Coming into the season, I was pretty confident that, like, Bama would win this game. It's at home, all that kind of stuff. And I still feel confident in that, like, to a, to a degree. I don't like the fact that you said the, the people have been, like, lumping in Jalen Milrow and, and Joe Milton like they're even remotely close to having the same seasons. I'm, I'm not going to say the same talent because you can make a case that, like, Milton has all the physical tools. Milrow is a much better quarterback from a production standpoint and a consistency standpoint than Joe Milton has been his entire career. Like, like he's he's Joe Milton is like near the bottom of the SEC and, and completion percentage and, and passer rating, all that kind of stuff. Um, Joe Milton's not gonna beat Alabama. I'm a thousand percent confident in that. And I think he struggled on the road. He he threw last last week, he had a, a, a rollout like dump off pass to his tight end. And it's the first time in his entire 18-year career that he's thrown a touchdown pass while moving out of the pocket. And that's a real stat. So get after him for sure. What scares me is that like I'll during like weeks like this, I'll try to figure out like from a number standpoint, almost talking myself into like a, like a confidence that I, you know, of what I think is going to happen. And the numbers aren't great for this for Alabama. Like Tennessee is going to match up with Alabama very, very well. And, and I think, and like have the advantage in a lot of key spots, specifically on the defensive line, because Bama's O-line has been awful. They've been, they've been awful. Um, given up 30 sacks, they've given up four sacks at least in every game for the last six games in a row. It's the first time it's happened for like a power five team in 20 years. Really bad. Um, and they, they like Tennessee, that's what they do best. They disrupt the 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 passer or the passer, they they get in the backfield. And they they also limit big plays. So I think it's like whoever wins the turnover battle, as cliche as it is, I think that's who wins the game because you just can't have a situation where you have a, a like Milton with the turnover last week against AM when he was going to score, or like we've seen in the past with Milrow um, turn the ball over while like driving, like like either in the red zone or even on your own end. Um, that can't happen. I got to think that with 100,000 people, like really, really out for blood on this one, because um, they don't want to hear Tennessee. And I think Bama's a better team. Like I, I just I, I don't I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna line up and run the football down Bama's throat for for sixty minutes, and I've been wrong in the past, but I again, Joe Milton is not going to to beat Alabama. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you think Joe Milton makes it to the end of the season as the starter, Chris? I mean, it, he tried to lose that A&M game. I mean, he, really, truly. Thank God Max Johnson was doing the same thing. Like, it was like the worst <laughs> game of hot potato ever. Like, I, like yeah. I, I think he makes it. I mean, at some point, Nico is going to get some, some playing time, right? Like Vandy, I'm sure. Or like maybe. I, I think it's premature for people calling for that because you're halfway through the season. You're getting into like the meat of the schedule and playing Bama and Kentucky and, and Georgia. But, like, I just it, – it's everything that we have seen. He gave us, like, he gave us all of, like, his, his resume. Hey, here's everything I've done. It's very underwhelming. But guess what? This year, I'm going to throw it even further. And people are like, wow, you can throw it how far? I just need you to throw it eight yards and not throw it, you know, 1,000 miles an hour. He can't do it. I think he makes it to the, season, the end of the season as a starter because I think that – I think that team likes him a lot and hype likes him a lot. And it'd be a nice send off in his, like, like I said, 18th year of college. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Finally, Chris, to the Plains, Auburn and Ole Miss. This one's a lot of fun because you look at the spread. You feel like Ole Miss is such a better team. How's Auburn going to keep up? Ole Miss plus or minus six and a half, only mm-hmm. six and a half. They're coming off the bye week, chance to get healthy with Dart, Judkins, all those guys. I mean, can Auburn keep up with Ole Miss in this game? That's my question, because I expect Ole Miss to score. Can Auburn keep up offensively? No, is the answer. But I think they can make enough plays defensively to probably stay in it. Listen, like, it's it's become like a, a, a joke almost, but it's it's real. Like, the, Auburn does play different in Jordan-Hare. They, they just do. You saw it with Georgia last uh, a couple weeks ago. Like, you think about the Bama game a couple – Years ago, and they went to four overtimes. LSU last year, that was a one-score game. Um, this year, a, a home versus away, I have the numbers in front of me here. Auburn has put up 27 more points at home than on the road, 104 more rushing yards per game at, at home, and then 212 total yards of offense per game at home versus on the road. You said, can they score to keep up with Ole Miss? Auburn, put, Auburn scored eight touchdowns in their first game of the year against UMass. They played four games against against uh, FBS opponents since then, and they've had a combined seven touchdowns. So the short answer is no, they cannot. But I do think that they can keep it close and uncomfortable enough to get to the fourth quarter. Um, I don't see Ole Miss going in there and and like from start to finish, like putting it on them. I do think Lane is a big enough asshole and petty enough to to put on some scores late and run it up a little bit. Um, and so I think I think Ole Miss will pull away. 
Chris Marler, Saturday Down South, Saturday Football Uncensored. Chris, always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate you being flexible with your time today, by the way, moving up 15 minutes. But uh, it, it's always great to chat with you here on this uh, this hump day. Actually, final thing, Chris, have you ever broken a foot or extremity because you, you punched something or kicked something or has that ever happened to you? I, I broke both my hands in college at separate times punching something because I was a Oh, because you did tweet that, but you were like, yeah, yeah I was also in college. So. And I didn't have health insurance, so they're still all messed up and they never got fixed. <laughs> so there's that. Love that. Hey, the more you know, the more you know. Awful, awful. I'll talk to you later, man. Have a good one. Chris, man, appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.